0: Oh, hey there, guys. What's up? (laughs) It's currently... What's up? It's currently 11 p.m., and we're gonna discuss the next Pretty God with a
1: Fire with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Katie. I'm Emily. How's it going? What is the podcast? What is this? Why... Introduce the podcast. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
0: been so long I it's, forgot how to intro a podcast. It's
1: 11pm and I'm tired. It's
0: 11pm and it's storming outside and I'm scared. I hope you all
1: can hear it. I can't right now. It is maybe soon. Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. We know we are Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. I'm in Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. I'm in Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. <laughs>
0: Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. Always and forever. <laughs> Moaning and groaning with my soul sister. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're a I'm Harry so Potter so podcast where we
1: moan and groan about all things Harry Potter. Thank you. You.
0: you. know the drill. It hasn't changed.
1: No. We're, we're halfway through Goblet of Fire. If you're just joining us for the first time, you've covering, made a choice. You've made a choice today. Stick with it
0: till the end, guys, because the end is going to be a doozy. It's going to be so long. <laughs> it's going to be so rad. Oh my god. So today we're covering chapters 16 through 20, the mm. Goblet of Fire through the first task so we've got a lot of stuff
1: to cover yeah lots of exciting business this is
0: like the first like really exciting section we've had of this book i think
1: yes agree
0: so it's very good even the quidditch cup wasn't as exciting as i remembered it being so like this is like good i'm ready i'm so excited for it uh... we've reached the turning point guys these books are fun now yes (laughs) (laughs) officially (laughs) stuff's happening so As always, we are replacing our floods with our favorite part of the section. So, Emily,
1: what is your favorite part of this section of the book? It's tough for me, but I think my favorite part is um, when the names come out of the Goblet of Fire and they have the little meeting in the room.
0: Yeah, that's a good part.
1: It's classic. I would say if it wasn't that, it would be the wand weighing. That's mine. Oh. So let's just talk about both of them. Why is that one your favorite? Because
0: I, A, I'm happy we get to see Ollivander again. Yes. B, I love how awkward Harry feels in that part. I think it's really funny yes. when he tries to, like, clean off his wand after Cedric's like,
1: I polished it last night. I think it's so funny and that he's, like, really trying to, like, get all the fingerprints off of it and it, like, shoots, like, sparks or whatever and Flore's like, Ugh. <laughs> like it's the fun, just like the know. deepest eye roll is so funny to me. It's
0: so fun, so I love that part, and it's just cool to like hear about the little like tricks and stuff that Oliver makes their wands do when yeah. he's like testing them and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So. And we get we get the first mention of a name that we'll need to know in the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gregorovitch. Oh boy! Ba, 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 ba. Oh,
0: <laughs> shit's happening. I'm so tired right now. Okay,
1: <laughs> but I feel like oh, I feel no. like we can't talk too much about these because we just we're just gonna have to get into it. But it's just yeah. yeah but it's that's, a, it's a fun part of the book, and it's also like one part. of those parts that I always forget happens too. Yeah, I reread
0: it, and then I'm like, oh, that's right. Yes, I it is so smart. fun. Plus it's also just a little saving grace for Harry because he gets to leave oh my potions class where Snape is going to try to poison him. So, you know. Always fun. Always fun. Harry Potter escapes death once again. <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, the little part in the room after the names come out your favorite part?
1: Oh, just because I think it's like, it's really getting spooky scary. All the, like, moody stuff is, like, him talking about, like, somebody wants to kill Harry, that's why this is happening, whatever, like, it's all terrifying, but then it's so crazy how he's, like, so openly disclosing, like, his own motives and... Yes, I know! Like, the exact steps that he's taking. I, like, I made a mental
0: note to bring that up when we, like, got to that part of this section. I was like, he's fully telling everybody what his plans are right now. You're
1: getting, like, hints with, like, what's going on with Barty Crouch you're getting to know the um the heads of the other schools and the mm-hmm. champions a little bit more, yeah, it's just fun and cool,
0: yeah, and I feel like you get a little bit of a glimpse into like the like messy history that like the three schools have, yes, you know, like I feel like up until this point it's been very like chummy and happy and oh friends reunited and now it's like no
1: karkaroff kind of really doesn't like dumbledore yeah and And this is the first time you get to see that there's all the weird stuff with like him and snape and moody Mm -hmm. and stuff in this section also i really love this section because mcgonagall like talks shit to snape yes (laughs) it's very good yes (laughs) but i just i love it i love it everybody's like all whatever you see like Victor Crumb's just kind of, like, standing off, like, away from everybody, yells. Cedric's just very, like, all right, let's center myself, like, just standing in front of the fire, being very focused, and then you just, like, I love Fleur, and, like, her huge hair flips of, like, do we need to go? <laughs> it's yeah. just, like, so funny, and then it's, like, no, he's the, he's the fourth champion, and she flips her hair again, she's, like... But this isn't fair. Like, she's just, she's like, top model everything, and I love her.
0: <laughs> I love how she calls him a little boy, and he gets really pissed about it, too. I, she, she has, like, so much
1: fun personality, and I'm just I so know. excited to, like, get to know her more through this me book too. and through the, the sixth through the and seventh books. book and stuff. Like, it's just, I think she's, she's so, so, so great, mean. and it's just, like, things like this get me so fussy about the movie. All she does is, like, scream and be bad.
0: Yeah. I know.
1: I can't believe yeah, I have to get is... a butt shot in a Harry Potter movie. Oh, Jesus God. Christ! Oh, I would like to say this. I know that it's coming up, but I wanted to remember because I know that I will forget. We had talked about on I think the last episode about whether or not because we know that they fully mention that there are boys coming from Bludel, yeah. and um, but we didn't. We couldn't find anything about Durmstrang, and we were really like wondering about it because we know the movies are wrong. But that's the only one that kind of would have made sense to me if Karkaroff only brought boys. Yeah. But there's a part where um, they're leaving for the night after the feast and one of the boys from Durmstrang. It's noted it says like he he says to the girl next to him, that's Harry Potter or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to know. Do you know, remember how early that is? Is that like right
0: at the beginning of
1: this uh, Yeah, it must be like right after they get out of dinner in that first chapter. Okay. But, yeah, he gets up and then he says, like, that's Harry Potter. And it specifically says to a girl next to him. And he wouldn't be doing that randomly at, like, some Slytherin girl, so. Yeah. Durmstrang ladies. There are girls.
0: Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. We'll come across it as it comes. Yeah, I just found it. Oh. It's the boy who had dribbled food all down his front, nudged the <laughs> girl next to him, and pointed openly at Harry's forehead. Yeah.
1: I just, I made a special note of that.
0: Well, that makes me even more upset with the movies. Like, I was already upset with them about making Bo Battens in all-girls school. Mm-hmm. And just stupid. It's just dumb. And then they do the same thing with Dermstring and make it in. all boys.
1: Huh! Bum! Bum! Brum! That's <laughs> why I hate it. That's my good impression. Let's get I get even
0: more mad about how screwed over Victor Crumb gets in this movie, though. Oh, God. His one line. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I can't say it again. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so our first chapter (laughs) of this section is the Goblet of Fire. So we're picking up right after Ron finds out that Victor Crumb goes to Durmstrang, and he's all gung-ho Victor right now, and it's like, I'm going to get his autograph. I love him. And Hermione's all like, oh, whatever. (laughs) Um, do they have the, the feast right then and there? Yeah, they do. So they yes, have ma'am. their feast. Um, and Ron is like immediately taken with Floor. Thinks she's super hot. And they're kind of questioning if she's a Vila. Yes. Right off the bat. Cause she's so hot. Because she's so pretty and she's like everyone is like ogling at her just like they did at the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. Like all the guys are. What a bummer life for her. I know, seriously. Ugh. <laughs> oh, Ron is so gross in this part. That's not a normal girl. They don't make them like that at Hogwarts. That's Ooh. what he says about her. He doesn't treat her like a person. No. No. It's no. Oh good. yuck! I oh this is like the one book that I really <laughs> don't like, Ronan. And real real like this is the section more so than any of the other parts of this book where he really
1: sucks. Yeah. Uh, I don't I to talk badly about I him. Know. They I I will give him like one moment though because I I did have a real life moment like this very recently where I found out that an actor who is like. Really, like uncomfortably good looking, is a month older than me, and I was like, they they don't make they don't make people like that my not 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 in people I know they don't make people like that my age no. At first, I but a little were, less stressful. At than first, Ron's. I thought you
0: were talking about Sebastian Stan until you said that he was only a month older than you, and then I was like, no, he's way older than
1: that. Yeah, and that's why it's acceptable for him to like. <laughs> He's so hot, he doesn't That like I want to punch his face in, yeah, because it's just, like, not... Because he's too attractive. Well, because he's unattainable that he's that much older than me, so, like, it's fine. But that this, like, this dude is just, like, a month older than me, and I was so horrified <laughs> by it. I was like, that's not... People don't... People don't... People don't look like that. So, like, what's happening? Not so... at
0: this age. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, but he's put together... It's It was very stressful for me. So I a little bit give him that, but it is, it is a very gross, gross thing to say. It is.
0: Yeah, so then, they, <laughs> so then they introduce the tournament, Dumbledore explains um, the rules again, and Barty Crouch and Ludo Bagman are there, and yes. it's kind of just like the kickoff. They bring out the Goblet of Fire, he tells them that anyone who wants to submit their name should put it in um, overnight, and the drawing will
1: be the next day. I can't stop thinking about, can I have a look at Uranus Lavender? Oh my god. Now it's like in my head of like how gross Ron is in this look but that I joke know. makes me laugh. It is really funny, but it's also like you're disgusting <laughs> so so at the same time. That's something you can only say to a friend. For a 14 year old Gross. So correct though. 14 year old boy. Can I have a look at Uranus too, Lavender? Jesus Christ. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, so they're all getting excited about doing it. Yeah,
0: and so we find out that the way that Dumbledore is going to keep the age restriction is an age line, and Fred and George are like, oh, that'll be easy Mm -hmm. to fool. It's not even going to be a person. It's a fucking cup I put my name in. It won't be able to tell that I'm, like, two months shy of 17. It's (laughs) a
1: fucking (laughs) cup. Oh,
0: my God. Um... Yeah, and then they're kind of asking Harry, like, you're going to try to get in, won't you? And that Harry's kind of so like. That's so crazy. Yeah, and yeah. Harry's like, I mean, if I would, I would do it, like, at nighttime so people yeah. wouldn't watch me. And then that kind of sets Ron off later when his name mm-hmm. does come out. Um, yeah, and then this is. And then they're leaving the hall and they run into Karkaroff and the rest of the Durmstrang kids. And then that's the first time that they notice that, like, Harry Potter goes to Hogwarts. And everyone's, like, freaking out. It it's <laughs> terrible, I'm sorry. Not yet. Wrong
1: part. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong book. <laughs> no, they do it in the movie in this one when his name gets called. Do they? Yes. And oh. they even I accept it in this one because he talks about how it's like loud whispering, yeah, of his name. So I accept it in I accept it in this movie, but the rest, of well, good business. <laughs>
0: Well, you get even more upset about when they do that about Tom Riddle. It's so
1: <laughs> dumb. It's so he good. worked so hard. No one knows who that is. <laughs> Just some dingus in the trophy room. Um,
0: so then the next day, people are putting their names in. All of the Dermjing people already did. Fred and George take their potion and turn into old men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just beards. Turn sure. into
0: old men. <laughs> they turn a few months older with their age potion, <laughs> and, then, and then they suddenly get they're ninety, and then suddenly they're ninety with beards. Um, I like how Dumbledore like is so like chill about it. He's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I did warn you. There are already a few other people in I the know. hospital wing too, so go join them." <laughs> I love that.
1: So embarrassing.
0: Um, Oh, we find out that Angelina Johnson puts her name in, which I always forget about, but I like that.
1: There is a Slytherin, Warrington, Warrington. who also does it. Yes. It's, and then Cedric, and that's all we know. Yes. No Ravenclaws allowed.
0: Why didn't Cho put her name in? Oh,
1: she's probably not old enough. Oh, my God. No, she's a year older than Harry. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Just like the one Ravenclaw we Dating know. Dating right an
0: upperclassman girl. Ooh. You get around, okay? Oh, you I'm get sorry.
1: around. You get she around. She dates guys of
0: all ages. Doesn't she eventually date the guy that like Fleur
1: goes to the Yule ball with Roger Davies? I think so. I think she does. Yes. Yep, because the other one's Michael Corner and that's Ginny. These are the Ravenclaws oh. I know. I know. <laughs> Anthony
0: Goldenstein, the one Jewish kid
1: at Hogwarts. Look, one gay, two gays now, and one Jew. That's all you get.
0: No more.
1: <laughs> she sucks. Anyway. <laughs> at least there's more women. <laughs> well you can't you can't quite get around that one, I guess. Well, you can at <laughs> Oh, Good <my> God.
0: <laughs> um yeah, and then nobody wants Cedric to Go in. Like, everyone's talking shit about him at the Gryffindor I table. I don't get it. Better you than pretty boy Diggory. Seamus says that. What does Seamus have against him? I think it's
1: just, like, the sports kids They're care, all so
0: pissed.
1: But I feel like the rest of Gryffindor probably isn't mad about it. Yeah. The fact that Ron screams no when Cedric's <laughs> <Setter's laughs> name comes out, I'm like, dude. Chill. Relax. He's so sensual, leave him alone. God, just let him
0: have his glory. (laughs) So then they go hang out at Hagrid's for the day. Yes. And Hermione's trying to get him to join Spew, and he won't. He refuses.
1: Just like everyone else. And he calls Dobby a weirdo. He does. Maybe you're a weirdo, Hagrid. (laughs) Hey Hagrid, who are you calling a weirdo?
0: Um and then this is when we find out that he has a thing for Madame Maxine. Yes, he's like putting on cologne.
1: He answers the door in his like nasty suit and tie. And then he's tried to put his hair in like a ponytail, like comb it.
0: Oh man bun hair. And then his
1: nasty cologne.
0: Yeah, right before they go up to the castle. I just think it's funny that they're all like, oh, what's that? And he's like, oh, is it too much? And then he goes outside and just, like, dunks his head in the water bucket to, like, (laughs) clean off his cologne.
1: That's his, like, go-to move. I
0: know. Just, like, dunks his head in the bucket.
1: Next time that I um, am ready to be done um, having a fun moment with drinking, I'm going to fill up my tub and dunk my head in the water and see if it helps, (laughs) because it does help (laughs) Hagrid. The next Marvel movie we watch we will do that. Boom! I just like in. I want to
0: know if that actually helps when you're drunk.
1: I know. Just, like dunking like your head. Immediately. In water. I feel
0: like that's dangerous. <laughs> I feel like it's dangerous when I'm drunk. I would drown. <laughs> I would like <laughs> hit my head on the bottom of the tub you and like
1: would... knock myself out. You'd be so enthusiastic about it. You'd smack your <laughs> head. You'd miss the tub completely. That You'd hit the side <laughs> of it and just boom <laughs> and be out.
0: That is. Totally, what I would do. <laughs> I could like one hundred percent see myself
1: doing. That. Oh god! But I love too that he's like gonna come back in and like get them, but he sees Madame Maxime and just ditches them. I know he just leaves, and they're like, "Ah, oh, come on." <laughs> I love Ron's like again, like the the like preteen shitty middle school brain where he's like if oh, they have a baby, it'll be huge. <laughs> it's so dumb. Any baby of theirs would weigh a ton.
0: <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go back up and they have the giant fancy feast again. Yes. And then the names get called.
1: Bum-ba-da-bum. So, Victor's first. Of course. Fleur's second. Okay, can we talk about the reactions to this, too? Like, I, I think... Dermstrang, like, it's not really a big deal. Everyone, like, no one's surprised. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, of course,
0: Victor Krummel. But
1: when Fleur gets called, like, ev- like several people have a breakdown because they're I, so ashamed. I know, a lot ashamed. of people cry. Yeah. yeah they're like, I, I hate that it wasn't me. They're so ashamed they came all the way here and they didn't get picked. But she's a These hottie with kids. a body. So she's, of course, going to get picked. Ron's excited about it. Ron's pumped.
0: Then our sweetest boy, Cedric, gets picked. Every single Hufflepuff had jumped to their feet, screaming and stamping as he got up and walked toward the door.
1: (laughs) And the applause
0: went on for so so long that it was some time before Dumbledore could talk again. I'm so Everyone loved him!
1: Cedric! Hufflepuff.
0: Hufflepuff.
1: Huffer puffer. I could cry. I'm so sleepy and so emotional.
0: <laughs> and then Harry's name gets called. Uh oh. And Dumbledore just like the parchment comes out and he just like looks at it for a really long time and then he's like, uh, Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: I don't know why, like, in that moment, I just, like, from the first Fantastic Beast movie, the part where Colin Farrell, like, they're all like, turn over your wand, and he just stands there for a second, and then he just nods and turns around, I and love whatever. That. Like, that's what I just imagined, just Dumbledore looking at it and just going, Hm? Mm-hmm. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, so funny to me. I love it. I gotta watch that movie again. I'm so excited to watch the movie. Again. Colin Farrell. Okay, next chapter. Do you have any questions about that one? Oh, on? that's right. I do have more questions than usual. Woo-hoo. We should come
0: up with our own questions when there's not like a ton.
1: I've tried to, but but it's been a it's been a. A chill start of the book. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost
0: 300 pages in. And they're like, yes. like they're just getting started. It's like October. It's crazy. Though their books would be done
1: by now. I know. We'd be halfway through by Halloween. It's crazy. Right. Okay. So we did have a question from last time that was a little too premature. So compare uh, the students from the different schools and contrast them from what we've seen so far.
0: Okay. Okay, like, is it just... Is it just me and, like, the movie, like, skewing my perceptions? Or, like, does she write the Bo Batten's kids to still be more, like, feminine? (laughs) I think that, like... I mean, yeah, I guess. And the Durmstrang ones are more, like, masculine and, like...
1: I (laughs) I think it's... I think that's the movie a little bit for you. But, like, I... I get that. I think... I think what she does in the books is make the Durmstrang people happier to be there and the Boba's mm-hmm. home students Very are not, not so happy about it and I think that that's just like the undying kind of like mean-spirited competition yeah. between England and France <laughs> Yeah, <probably. laughs> that she like these these uppity French students
0: French people also like typically have more of a like perfectionist attitude don't they kind of
1: (laughs) maybe why are you asking me
0: so i I feel like that's just like expected for them to like go to a new place and like not be very impressed by it you know especially if it's like not the norm for what they're used to
1: i don't know Um, all i know is is that when i went to paris and that's like not a good representation of french people i hear yeah (laughs) (laughs) that parisians are kind of like the worst but, um, and maybe that's what I just pictured like very snooty being very know? snooty in my my, my personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the kind of the point of it is that they're just like, and when we get to like the Yule Ball, we hear a lot about what the schools are like mm-hmm. for the first time. And it's like you hear how like beautiful and just like precious Bobaton is. Yeah. And like, as opposed to, like, this dark, cold castle of Durmstrang. So, like, yeah. it's all warm and at Hogwarts. maybe that's where I get
0: that, like, masculine versus feminine perception, you know? Yeah. It's just that, like, Durmstrang just feels very cold and, like, broody, mm-hmm. you know? Which are traditionally more masculine, But I like, think traits. I think,
1: too, what you think of is just, like, you picture the school as the champion. Yeah. That's and, like,
0: true, too, because that's how... Victor and Flew are, like, different. Even
1: though I think, um, as we'll continue to read the book, I think that, um, they aren't really the most, like, the most masculine or feminine. I think that they're both, they have very different qualities to them, if you're thinking in, like, the traditional
0: yeah, it's just, like, this first, like, Sense. initial yeah, reaction and, like, interpretation of them. Yep. But, yeah, once you get to know those characters, like, that kind of goes
1: away. Well, you see, like, they come in on, like, these beautiful, like, pegasi in, yeah. like, a Cinderella carriage. They and feel then, very,
0: like, delicate. Yeah,
1: exactly. They're very <laughs> precious and delicate. And then... Dermstrang in like the cold water in a boat and they've all, they're all huddled and hunkered in up and they're like ship. big and yeah, it's just <laughs> a <pirate ship. laughs> just, yeah. So you, yeah, I think that that's, Oh, that's definitely supposed, the movies, to, see as, you're as supposed that to see it as you're supposed to see it as, but they really overdo it in the movies, which I a think what? kind of clouds when you think of it. Of course, the visuals come to mind before the, yeah. the book, which is, which, which I... just sucks, <laughs> but is just part of it. So, The movie just makes me think so badly about this book always. I know. It makes me so bad. But so I'm excited to continue reading. Like the the Yule Ball chapter I feel like really does a lot for each of the Mm -hmm. characters. And I'm really excited to get to that part. One, because I love teen drama. (laughs) Throw a prom, Hogwarts. Yes. Yes. But also like we get these like great insights into what the schools are like because Harry gets to hear Fleur and Crumb talking to their dates at the at the dinner table. Yeah. I'm excited to see, like,
0: the not moody, broody side of Crumb. Because I feel like I always forget that, like, once he and Hermione get close, we see, like, a totally different side of yeah, him. Yeah, he
1: does, He won't shut up. Yeah, and then, too, <laughs> like,
0: when he and Harry are, like, talking in the forest later, like, he's very friendly and, like, you're a really good flyer, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited to, like, get to that part where we see him as not just, like, the, the famous quiet, broody guy. Yeah.
1: You know? Uh So. And Fleur's like a bitch in the night, and I love her. Yeah, I know! She just, like... She's so fun. She is. Like, you see her as being very snooty, and, um, you know, of course, she's, like, so beautiful, and very feminine, and whatever, but she is so, like, I take what I want, and Mm -hmm. I get what I want. Right. I'm not taking no for an answer. Like, she's just, she's very good. Right. She's, she's, uh, Powerful woman.
0: I love her. It's funny that Jenny hates her because they are so much alike. I know. <laughs> Both v- beautiful but independent and, mm. like... Just oh. absolutely killer. Yeah. Badass and awesome. Okay, so the next chapter. Is that the only question that you had? mm mm-hmm. For that one? Okay. Perf. So the next chapter is the four champions. So this is your favorite part. This is when they go through the door and... um. Harry's just kind of blankly like I don't I don't even know what to do I didn't put my name in this wasn't, <laughs> yeah this wasn't me um so like no one is really being that friendly to him like when he walks up to the front like everyone's just kind of staring at yep. him um but then everyone comes in and Madame Maxime and Karkaroff are both pissed they're trying to insist that they should also like draw a second champion from their schools mm-hmm. too Um, but Barty Crouch comes in and it's kind of like, he has to compete. Like, those are the rules.
1: This is, like, where I really have to, like, kind of suspend myself here. Because it's like, okay, but that's not part of it. And he's underage. So, like, obviously it's just, like, it's done. Like, he's just not competing. That's not part of it. So, no, he's not competing. Or whatever. And they're just like, well, no, sorry, I can't. It's just, it's a a magical contract. Sorry. But he didn't put it in. He didn't sign a contract. what would happen to him if he chose not to? And also, this is the part, too, is that he feels, this is why he's, like, so ramped up in emotions. And also, he doesn't want to look like an idiot. But if this were me, oh, I am not afraid to look like an idiot. I go out there, I just sit, and I do nothing. And I get zeros across the board, and I don't compete. And I don't do any of it. No, thank you. I did not yeah. sign up for this. No.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't even show up to the task. I'd just like no. sit in the common room and be like, I'm not doing it. I'd this. literally
1: just sit and watch. Yeah. I'd just go into the stands and I yeah. wouldn't participate.
0: Yeah. I don't get how the cup like has, like, how's, how's the cup going to know? What's he going to do? Is it's he not die? like it's an
1: unbreakable vow. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. I don't know. It's just block me. Yeah, it is. So, I suspend myself, but there's so many times in this where they're just like, well, it's just, it is what it is. I'm like, is it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, like, thought that when Harry is, like, considering the morning of the first task, he's like, I should just run away from Hogwarts. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, why doesn't he, though? Like, don't run away, but just, like, don't show up. Just stay in bed. They're not gonna, like, come hunt you down. Take a nap. Drag you out there. If they do, just just, just say, be like, I'm not doing just this. Just say, I forfeit. Yeah.
1: Beasts. That's what I would do. This is Cedric's thing.
0: That would get everyone on his
1: side. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone is... (laughs) But that's just me being a pussy. Yeah.
0: But I mean, like, he doesn't want to be there. No. Like, in this part, he's so, like, I don't want to compete. Mm-mm. The only person who's, like, really excited about him getting to compete is Bagman at this part. Like, he's like, oh, well, that's how it goes, I guess. And Mr. Crouch is like, yeah, he has to.
1: (laughs) Can I just say, like, this early on in the book, they're so, they're, like, starting to kind of sow the seeds of doubt about Bagman. He's such a good red herring. Yes. To, like, to dump any suspicion into. Like, that you think you're being clever thinking it's him. Right. And that he continues to get more and more suspicious, like, wanting Harry to cheat and, like, all yeah. this stuff. And then with the the kind of, like, goblin stuff and then Fred and George sending threatening, like, all this whatever. Like, you get all this weird stuff and you think, like, is it? Could is it, it Bagman? It, could it be? Could it be Little Bagman? And no, it's not. But it's, like, it's fun to, like, kind of see, like, the seeds are kind of being sown of, like... Is this person trustworthy? Yeah. Well, it's because,
0: like, I kind of compare it to, like, Coral a little bit. And, Mm -hmm. like, you see all this suspicious behavior in him in the first book. And then it turns out to be him in the end. Yes. And so it's kind of like, he's also a red herring just because he reminds you of him in that way. Like, it, it feels so obvious to you like Coral was. And then you get to the end. And it's like, oh, never
1: mind. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I think, like, you start, you're starting to really, like, doubt authority. Right. Here now. So it's like... Just people put, like, you see Arthur Weasley putting, like, so much blind trust in this guy. Where, like, people are starting to kind of point out, like, mm, he's not maybe the greatest. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not maybe the greatest. And, like, kind of nobody listens. And so then he just keeps getting kind of seedier and seedier. And he's not right. a great person, but he's not a villain. Right. So I just, it's, it's, an, I like his little side plot. And then it turns out to actually, like, be something, even if he's not the one that has, like, done anything to Harry. Yeah. Oh, he's such a good character. He I'm is. I'm so sad he wasn't I know. But I understand it. That <sighs> plot point is not super necessary. Yeah. But I. But it's fun. But
0: he's fun. hmm I've seen so many people say that if Kenneth Branagh hadn't been... Ludo, Bagman. Aller- he been yes. a Ludo Bagman. He would have been such a Ludo Yes, he would have been a
1: great Ludo Bagman. Oh, God.
0: Um... Okay, yeah, so everyone's kind of, like, asking Harry how he put his name in, and Snape is, like, trying to be all, like, I mean, he's been breaking rules oh, since Christ. the day he got here, so of course he put it in, and Dumbledore's like, um, I don't think so. And then this is when, kind of like how we said earlier, this is when Moody comes in, and he's, like, people want him to die, and he's, like, <laughs> he's fully telling them what his plan is.
1: And, put and like, being very pointedly saying it to Karkaroff. Yeah. We love a petty bitch. Yeah, oh,
0: I don't, oh (laughs) my god. He's so cool. He's just, like, fully explaining everything. I know. They want him to die. People want him to die. I'm, he, and he's, like, telling them how he did it. They're, like, I'm guessing they probably put him in as, like, a champion from a fourth school. So that, like, that's exactly what he did. It's just so cool. It is. I love it. I love it. He's just like fully outing himself, but it sounds so ridiculous in this moment that no one is taking him seriously. It's it's
1: amazing that he is like doing what every other villain has done in like every book where they like give the bond speech of like, and here was my evil plan. Yes. And I'm going to do it now. He's like like
0: giving them the exact explanation of it.
1: And you have no idea that this is him like confessing. Yes.
0: That he's oh, so, so
1: cool. Confident like in they're himself. all they're all
0: guessing how this could happen, and he's sitting here just full on telling them right now what happened.
1: It's crazy. <laughs> but it sounds so bizarre in this moment that mm-hmm. like nobody believes it. Well, even if like they do believe it, it sounds like his cover person is so perfect. Yes. Moody is so perfect for him to be. To be Because he he has this, like, aura knowledge. This, like, knowledge of, like, how these dark wizards operate. So it's the perfect cover for a dark wizard.
0: Yeah. And he also has that, like, that paranoia that, like, Moody has of, like, overthinking everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, coming to, like, these, like, totally outrageous, like, conclusions. Like, thinking people are trying to attack him when they're not. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, people don't really take him seriously at this point anymore. Because they're, like, oh, he's just
1: paranoid now. And I love that he probably, again, like of his own volition, has just decided, like he's decided to really prepare Harry for this fight against Voldemort. He's yeah. also decided, while I'm at it, let me just get Karkaroff back in prison. That yeah. he's just decided to, like, try and pin it on him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, to try and get him out of the way, because he hates these Death Eaters who walked free right. so much. Yeah. He's being an ass to Snape, too, for Mm -hmm. the same reason. So he's trying to, like, get rid of him while he's out. Because he's just like, well, why not? This is a great cover. He is so fucking cool. (laughs) And so smart. He is such an amazing villain. Oh, God. The level of competency. Like, Voldemort would have, like, gotten everything. This is why he had to get his soul sucked out in the end. Right. Because
0: he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Voldemort would have 100% won in the end. Now he's ends, just left with him. Lucius
1: Malfoy, who yeah. can't get a fucking ball. Yeah. <laughs> can't
0: get a, a fucking pool cue. Barty Crouch would have made him minister of magic by the end of book five.
1: Yes. My lord. God. Oh, he's so good.
0: He is absolutely his number one most faithful. You know that Tim was so mad when he got not killed, but
1: like. Suck it, Bellatrix? Sucked. <laughs> when he got sucked. Oh <laughs> when he got kissed. Jesus Christ.
0: When he oh. got sucked.
1: Okay. What porn is that? <laughs> Nightmare. Dementor
0: porn. Ew! You know people have written that before. Ew! <laughs> now I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> I want to see if it's real. <laughs> what would happen if a Dementor blew somebody?
1: <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> if it doesn't exist, I'll have to write it. <laughs> <laughs> Brainstorm.
0: What would happen? Would their soul just come out of somewhere else?
1: Soul gets sucked out through your dick.
0: (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we talk about when it's midnight. Help! On a Tuesday night. (laughs) Okay. Um... So yeah, then they just kind of move on and they're like, all right, well, here are your directions. Here's the first task. Let's do this thing. Like, they move on
1: from it so fast. Yeah, well, because there's nothing to say. They're yeah. like, you'll get your wand and we're not going to tell you anything. Sleep tight.
0: Okay, bye. And Dumbledore's just
1: like, go back and party with your classmates. I'm sure they're all waiting for it. <laughs> I love how Dumbledore too. Okay, so we'll notice that Barty Crouch is acting a little funny. Mm-hmm. And that Dumbledore notices. Just want to put these things out on the map as we continue to watch his story, yeah, progress. And I like too that the Carcass um, and Maxime are like so pissed that mm-hmm. Dumbledore's like drinks, and they're like no, and they just both they are just like leave. At <laughs> they're like no way, Jose. Oh God.
0: So then Cedric's trying to get Harry to tell him like how he did it, and yeah. Harry's like, "I swear I didn't." And
1: Cedric's like, mm-hmm. "Sure, all right. he's like a real gentleman about it. He's just like, okay, and just like, yeah. just like well, <laughs> have fun." <laughs> I just love. He's not like trying to call him on shit. He's been very quiet, and he's just kind of like, "Cool. So how'd you do that? I didn't. I don't want to." Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Have a good night. God bless. <laughs> Oh,
0: God, you know that like when Cedric found out that uh, Harry was like named champion, he was just like, Yep, I expected it. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, Of course he was. Just he's think, like not even surprised. Just
1: think about how how he was greeted in his common room. Cedric. Oh yeah, they were all such They're big So minions. happy for him. Someone needs to write
0: that fan fiction. I love Cedric him. coming back to Hufflepuff after being chosen.
1: I love. No, God, that I'm gonna cry. So much food. <laughs> I'm gonna cry during this movie commentary. You are. You always cry. I always his death. <laughs> cry. I did a good job, I think, last time I watched it, mostly because I was so ruffled up by Prisoner of Azkaban that I had like no emotions left in me. Yeah, and I was. I got sad, but I didn't cry. But I think this time I'll cry. I'm in an emotional zone. Well, because we'll be just <laughs> coming off of reading the book, which makes it that much worse. That guy goes too hard. Who gave him the right? The one that saving it that not that be movie. the saddest
0: movie death, but it oh 100% my God, it is. God. Ugh. So yeah, then Harry comes back to Gryffindor common room and everyone's freaking out. They're all super excited. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and they're all like, oh, you will get to pay back Diggory for Quidditch. They are still so stuck on this Quidditch
1: match from like a year ago. I hate these sports kids. I know. I hate these sports kids. Oh, Katie Bell. Who cares? <laughs> it was a
0: year ago. Get over it. <laughs> um, and then he goes and finds Ron and Ron is just being weird. Like he's not really
1: mad yet. He's just kind of like, oh, you're back. Good for you. Also, you know? can I interrupt for two seconds? They still won. Even though he lost the game. Right, they still won they the They still won. God. And he was a gentleman about it, too. Do they not
0: realize that Cedric tried to let them replay the match? I can't. Do they not know that?
1: I can't stand They
0: do know that because they tell Harry in the hospital wing.
1: <laughs> Justice for Cedric. God. Ugh! anyway, Ron. They're all such assholes. Yeah, Ron's acting real weird. He's like he's not
0: pissed. He's just like very skeptical and very like, "Oh yeah, sure you didn't put your name in. You're the one who said you'd do it at night when mm-hmm. no one was watching." You're Harry Potter, this kind of stuff happens all the time. Like, to a certain point, like, I get him being jealous. Oh, yeah, he's a real bitter Betty about it. And, like, he's he kind of has a right to be, because, like, it's, it's like he's been Harry's sidekick from the beginning, but Harry's always the one who gets the glory. But he takes it too far. Yeah. In this case. Like, I I would get it if he just had, like, a couple days of being jealous, but then was like, okay, but, like, I need to stand by my friend.
1: You know what I think is interesting, though? Like, reading it this time around, I have noticed that there have been times after he does have a little bit of time to cool down that he is, like, about to try and make an effort, but Harry's still so mad at him, he just blows him off. Right. Which I didn't realize. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. I just assumed that it was wrong the whole time. But, no, Harry's so pissed, and I think he's rightly pissed at yeah. this, like, big betrayal. I mean, I think they're both in the right for having their feelings be right. the way that they are. But it's just stupid. Yeah. But that, that, you know, Ron is, like, about to, like, talk to him a couple times or something, and Harry just, like, fucks mm. off. He's like, no I'm, no, I'm so mad at him. I'm not talking to him. Yeah. Things don't get to be normal. Yeah. Without you apologizing.
0: Right. You can't just like talk to me and pretend that nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Reminds me of college. God. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Oh, God. It's
0: still alive when you're in your 20s. (laughs) Jesus. All right. So then that's the end of that
1: chapter. It ends with love being...
0: Jealous. I've
1: got some questions. I've got some questions. Number one. Another from Scholastic. What effect does it have on the students and the staff when Harry's name comes out of the cup?
0: What effect? Like, how do people react
1: to yeah. it? I mean, not a lot
0: of people are that surprised. The student, A lot of the student body is angry about it. Like, yes. only Gryffindor is really happy. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's an acceptable
0: reaction. Yeah. Hufflepuff Especially Hufflepuff. Deserves
1: and needs this. Yeah. But the staff too. So, like, we talk about Snape. Pissed. Snape is
0: like pissed. Yeah. McGonagall is very worried about him. Yes. This is the first time that we see her, like, kind of like maternal instincts mm-hmm. about Harry come out. Because she's like, this is ridiculous. You can't let him do this. He's 14. Yep. Yeah. Dumbledore is just kind of like Oh my god Resigned to it like He just, he's just, just like, it happen right, I guess so It's a fucking cup Yeah <laughs> oh. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my body It's a fucking cup It's a cup. fucking cup <laughs> What's it gonna
1: do? Ugly Burn ass, him alive? ugly ass cup design from the movie and it just, it's, it's a fucking cup It's a fucking cup <laughs> <laughs> That would be good oh my god yeah it's just like a mixed bag people I feel like people are mostly pissed
0: mostly pissed yes
1: Ron's reaction to counts I think mostly everybody's just pissed Mm -hmm. McGonagall's worried Hermione's worried Hagrid's
0: worried Hagrid's
1: worried Dumbledore's just kind of like okay whatever stupid
0: And then Gryffindor's excited
1: but that's like a minority of of people that are They're just happy Harry. that
0: they have their own champion. Ugh, but can they get
1: over themselves for like five seconds? Yeah, I'm sorry. Jocks. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Then my next question is... Um, I guess we can talk about this as this chapter begins as well, but um, just why is Ron so jealous when Harry's chosen as champion? Because Harry always gets yeah recognition. And I think it's important, too, like, Hermione says here that um, it's not even just Harry, but it's that he's had to, like, live up to his brothers all his life. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to, like, be himself and on his own at Hogwarts and kind of make a name for himself. But still, he's, like, backseat to Harry.
0: Right. He's always in someone else's shadow. Yeah. Constantly. Like, that's the life he's lived.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the Horcrux dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's like, I, I get it. Like, I can't really blame him for the, being that jealous.
1: No, and he's a kid, and he doesn't know how to deal with those emotions. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's like, you know, Harry's like, well, that's not my fault. Like, I didn't ask for this. And Hermione's like, yeah, I know you didn't. But, like, that's how it is. Like, that's why he feels this way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... The part... Where he comes down and interrupts Harry and his talk. And Harry throws a button at him. And he says, hope it scars. Right. And <laughs> That's what you want, isn't it? So fucking funny. A scarred forehead. Jesus. Yeah, Jeez. so he's just like, it's just like too much. It's been three years on top of his whole life at home. Just yeah. like having to be in the backseat.
0: It's just one more thing. Yeah. Like, everyone kind of says it. It's like, God, everything happens to you, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. All the time.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, while Harry never asked for any of it, it's still the truth. Yeah. And I think, too, especially, like, this one, if he believes, like, for a second that Harry, like, did it on his own... It's like, that's different from everything else that's happened. Harry's not choosing that stuff. And it's like, if this was a choice, why didn't you let me try to? Right. Like, why wouldn't you bring me along? You're being selfish. Yeah. So then that makes it, I think that's why it like breaks him this time is mm-hmm. because it seems like it's a choice and it seems like Harry's being selfish and like not allowing Ron to have like a moment of glory too. Yeah. Right when before he's gotten to come along on all the adventures.
0: Yeah, he was a part of it. He got mm-hmm. to go into the trap door. He got to go down into the chamber. Mm-hmm. He was in the shrieking shack. So like yep. he's been there for all the big moments.
1: Yep. And then now all of a sudden it seems like Harry just wants to like do it. Fly be solo. a hero, be a champion, whatever, like <laughs> yeah. So it's just like too much,
0: right? So Yeah. So that's basically what Hermione tells him. <laughs> yeah, that's like basically exactly what Hermione tells him when they're talking about Ron the next morning. God at least Hermione is like being supportive though yes like she's she's really worried right from the start and she's like bringing him breakfast so he doesn't have to go into the great yeah. hall the next morning. um so then she tells him to write serious and tell him what happened.
1: Harry's letter is fucking stupid. It
0: is. Oh my god. I read that
1: and I was like, are you kidding me? This, like, emotionally stunted child, and it's not his fault. He was abused. (laughs) Right. But, like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, so this is happening and my name got pulled out, so that's what's happening. It's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. You think somebody's going to kill you. You think somebody's doing this to murder you. Yeah. And he doesn't even include any of that. Right. He's just like, yeah, so this happened. Just wanted to let you know. Just giving you the life update.
0: <laughs> That's how all his letters in this yes. book Yes. He, like, underplays everything. He did that in his first one, too. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. tell him about the dream. He was just like, oh, my scar hurt, but, like, everything's fine. Yep. God, Harry. Does that again here, too. He's just Well, at this truthful. point, he's so protective. He's like... You know, he got really mad about telling Sirius about his scar because it made Sirius yes. come back. And so now yep. he's like, I don't want to tell him anything that's going to make him, like, come into the castle. Yeah,
1: and Hermione's like, don't be an idiot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hermione's like, he's going to find out anyway. Yeah. It'll be in the paper. So. And then Hedwig gets mad at him because he can't yes! use her. To you too. Oh, first Ron, now you. This isn't my <laughs> fault. <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, Harry has a really tough few weeks of classes. Like, the Hufflepuffs are really mad at mm-hmm. him. Even Professor Sprout seems to be a little bit, like, pissed. Mm, yeah. Um, the Ravenclaws and the Slytherins are all mad at him, too. Slytherins are giving him shit.
1: The um, buttons. Hmm? The buttons. The buttons. What a crafty young man. I know. <laughs> He's put so much time
0: into it. (laughs) I love how the crazy brothers at one point try to like make them like not as offensive and just end up making them worse. Potter really Really stinks. stinks.
1: So
0: funny. So fucking funny. (laughs) And then we have this horrible potions moment with Snape. Here we go. Here's another moment to talk about Snape. I feel like this is arguably one of his worst moments in the series. I really do. Take me on a trip, Katie. How does it even start? They're outside of potions, of the potions class. The boys get rowdy. The boys get rowdy. Malfoy and Harry start, you know, going at each other, um, and then Malfoy starts kind of being mean to Hermione when she tells Harry to just like let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Harry and Malfoy pull out their wands and send <clears throat> spells. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Send spells at each other at the same time, and they collide in the air. So Harry's hits Goyle, and he gets a whole bunch of like boils Mm -hmm. (laughs) on their rhymes. And then (laughs) Hermione gets hit, and her teeth start to grow. Yes. And then Snape comes out, tells Malfoy to explain. A lot of body horror for me
1: in this book. The tongue and the teeth. Yeah, it's a lot for me. Hearing about her teeth going past her collar. Oh, that poor girl. It's very upsetting to me. That would have
0: been so uncomfortable. I know, and
1: they just keep going and going, oh god.
0: Um, so then Snape sends Goyle to the hospital wing, and then Harry and Ron are like, Malfoy hit Hermione, and he looks at her and is like, I see no difference in her giant teeth. And so she runs away crying. Duh, of course she does, because her adult teacher just like made fun of her appearance. And Harry and Ron obviously start shouting at him and get really pissed about it. It's
1: unbelievable to me. This is one of the most like she permanently alters things. Her
0: appearance as a result of this. Mm-hmm. She shrinks her teeth smaller than their original size. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. and I'll tell you what. When she talks about it, and she says, "Well, my parents were going to get me braces. Braces don't fix that." They straighten them. They don't shrink them. Mm mm. Mm -mm.
0: I hate it. I hate him so much.
1: I don't understand. Yeah, how old is he here? Like thirty-five? Yeah. It's gross. She's a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Real disgusting. Oh, he's so nasty. This is just like there's a lot of things that people can do to like write off Snape's bad behavior. But this I I can I never see a single person able to. No, never. This. He has no reason for being this rude to her. No, ever. And not it's not even in a class setting. This is insane. Yeah. This is insane behavior and so Not okay for an adult, and an adult who's supposed to supervise and take care of children. Right. It's
0: gross.
1: Truly awful. Truly awful. Such a disgusting part of the book. Mmm! Like, the Neville stuff is bad. That's just like... But, like, you can write that off of just, like, him picking on, like, a student in class because the student's doing a bad job. Right. Which isn't, isn't an excuse.
0: Well, and people also like use the whole like
1: Neville was like the second child, okay. and that's yeah, why yeah, she yeah. picks
0: on him too. But like he has no reason to pick on Hermione except for the fact that she's friends with Harry.
1: Yep. But like. And like it's not even in a class setting where he can be like annoyed that she is answering all the questions or something. Yeah. Which again is not an excuse.
0: He, like, is making fun of her appearance.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's so gross. Teeth past her chin. I see no difference.
0: God.
1: Cries, runs away. Doesn't go to a lesson that day.
0: Nope. He's such a disgusting person. I can't stand him.
1: Bad person. God. Bad person. You can't defend him.
0: No, you can't. Him being in love with Lily Evans does not justify this ever. Ever. No. In no way, shape, or form.
1: God. Disgusting.
0: And then they go into this class. It's not even done yet. They go into class, and he's like, we're gonna test your antidotes on you guys. He's, like, fully getting resi- ready to, like, poison these kids. Yeah. For their class. That's not a way to learn. <laughs> <laughs> like, we thought in the last book it was bad by him just being like, I'm gonna poison Neville's toad. Mm-hmm. And now he's getting ready to, like, poison these, like, teenagers. Yeah.
1: What the fuck? Seems like a lot, um... Writing on like your first time making a potion.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's like asking like a medical intern to like perform brain
1: surgery for the first time. <laughs> yes. Like they don't know what they're doing. That's like a that's a pretty serious way to test it. Yeah.
0: Make them like take an actual like book exam, like written exam on antidotes. If Put you it want in to a test it. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Don't feed it to, like, a human being. God. That's not not good. He's just not good. So, Harry gets to escape, though. Harry gets to escape. Colin Cause comes it's in. it's time for pictures. And he has to go to the weighing of the wands ceremony. So, Snape tries to get him to come back. He's so gung-ho about poisoning this child. Yeah.
0: And Colin kind of
1: saves the day. He's
0: like, Nah, he's got to bring his stuff with him. And Snape's like, fine, just get out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Harry's like, he needs to stop talking because he's like, oh, no, he needs to bring his stuff with him. Uh, they're going to, like, take pictures and stuff. And Harry's like, oh, my God, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, God. I love it.
0: Um, So then they go into the room, and everybody's already there. Harry's always the last one to show up to stuff. Always. Um, But Bagman gets really excited when Harry comes in, and he's like, all right, let's go. So, um, ah, first he has his interview with Rita Skeeter. Oh, my God. We meet her for the first time.
1: Love her. We
0: heard about her at the Weasleys, but this is the first time we get to see her in person and just how ridiculous she is, so... She takes Harry aside for their little interview mm-hmm. and uses her quick quote quill. Love. Attractive blonde Rita Skeeter, 43, I'm... whose savage quill has punctured many inflated reputations.
1: I think it's crazy and so funny that um, it states her age.
0: I, know. I don't think
1: for her it would say like... 32. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Maybe she's older than that, and that's its way of making her young. <laughs> a gorgeous 24. <laughs> Maybe she's, like, actually, like, 65, and it's, like, 43. <laughs> yeah, she oh, she gets so excited when Harry doesn't even know what a quick coat's quill is. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then when Dumbledore, like, comes in and interrupts their interview, it, it like, vanishes
1: immediately. She knows she can't use that shit. mm um, it's so funny. I just love it. I think one of the funniest parts to me, one successful part of this movie, is when they keep keep pushing a boy of twelve. It's I know, like so it's funny so to me. So funny. I know. <laughs> but I love it. It's she like, was so good in the movie. She she's the best.
0: I there's so many bad things about this movie, but I'm just like the casting of all the new characters in this movie for the first. A lot of them,
1: <laughs> not all of them.
0: She's good and Moody's good. Yep.
1: And crouch, and crouch is good. And refines, Ref- refines. He's good in
0: this one. <laughs> <laughs> um. All the the questions she asks him in this interview are just like ridiculous. Like at first she's asking him about the the tournament, and it's fine. And then all of a sudden she's like, "How do you think your parents would feel? <laughs> do you remember your parents, Harry?"
1: <laughs> I love to. Oh it's so ridiculous. The part um, I don't. No, I don't remember if he sees it written down here or if it's when he sees the, like, magazine or article or whatever, where it says, um, oh my god, I just totally lost my train of thought. Hold on, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. Oh, the part um, when he says, I know nothing bad will happen to me because my parents are watching over me during this tournament or whatever. Like, <laughs> is so yes. ridiculous. I know. Nothing bad will happen to me because my parents are guiding over me. They're watching <laughs> me and keeping me safe. I mean, they do keep him safe in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Everything is foreshadowing. Everything comes back. Um, but yeah, then Dumbledore interrupts their interview, and then they come out, and Ollivander does the the wing of the wands, mm-hmm. and this is where we find out that Fleur is a Vila for sure, because the core of her wand is her a hair from her grandmother.
1: I like, too, the kind of insights that you get about the characters here. So, like, what Ollivander says about their wands. Like, he says he doesn't use Vila hair because it's they make temperamental wands. Mm-hmm. And Fleur is a temperamental She's woman. She's very temperamental. <laughs>
0: um, and then what does he say about Cedric? Cedric is the one who's next. He is a unicorn. Of course it's a unicorn core. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's pure of heart. He's so... Oh, I guess he doesn't really say much. Pleasantly springy. Twelve and a quarter inches. Oh, my. <laughs>
1: um, oh. Crumb. Well, just that it's it's a decent and a good wand. Mm-hmm. Just like Cedric. Rather thicker than one usually sounds. Okay. For crumb, <laughs> not for citrus. Listen. This is inappropriate. I am 14. I think this is why I like, I think Ron's jokes are funny. I know. <laughs> Because I am him. But what does he say that like they're not they're not like they're not like great looking or something about the Grigorovich ones? Yeah,
0: though the styling is never quite what I Oh, whatever. <laughs> quite rigid. And then he makes his a blast like a gun.
1: It's, it's thick like, and rigid. It's thick and rigid. <laughs> Jesus Christ oh my god wait can you read the part where Harry Harry tries to <laughs> polish his wand or whatever and then Fleur's like oh my god that part makes me laugh so hard
0: <laughs> you treat it regularly polished it last night says Cedric Grinning Harry looked down at his own wand he could see finger marks all over it he gathered a fistful of robe from his knee and tried to rub it clean several gold sparks shot out of the end of it Fleur gave him a very patronizing look and <laughs> <that> he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just imagine her just being like mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just so good. I love her. She's amazing. What a personality we never get to see in the God. movies ever. God. I
0: hate it. So then we get the reminder of, like, the the connection that Harry and Voldemort share. Yes, and he's like, God, I hope I he perfect. doesn't
1: say that to everybody. Yeah,
0: please don't tell him I'm, like, basically related to Voldemort <laughs> through my wand. want. <laughs> um... But he says that Harry's wand is good despite it not being polished. And then they're about to go, but Rita wants pictures. Um,
1: okay, this was something I wanted to talk about. Okay. This grown adult man lusting after a teenage child <laughs> is very gross to me. I get that she's legally an adult wizard; yeah. otherwise, she couldn't perform in the tournament. Yeah. But that's a teenager. I know. That's a 17-year-old girl. God. That this She's still a student. Fully adult man is so horny for. I know. God. Ah. <sighs> it's gross. I feel so bad for her. Constantly. I feel bad for her throughout this entire book. Yeah. Like what a hard Life. Mm. Oh god. I know. This poor girl.
0: It's like being cat called like twenty four seven. Except even worse because people feel like they have like a right to her. Mm-hmm. And they're always trying to like impress her and like show off to her. Mm-mm. It's disgusting. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. Bad news. Bad it's news bears. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Just needed to get that out there because it made me sick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, And then this chapter ends with Harry getting Sirius' response to his letter, and he asks him if he can meet him in the Gryffindor Tower by the fire. How romantic. Uh, Oh. (laughs) 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 So do you have any questions about this chapter? Let me see.
1: Yes. Two questions. Uh, from Scholastic, just asking us to discuss the importance of Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter. In this book. So far to us. Um, we're seeing her begin to mold the public perception Mm -hmm. in a big way. Which, of course, comes back in the next book. Yeah. That she has such influence. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think just adding more, like, distrust of adults and authority figures.
0: And of the government.
1: Classic.
0: Yeah. Reporters,
1: paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to to continue to put doubt in as she factors into Deathly Hallows mm-hmm. with the book to put any doubts about Dumbledore being a bad person a little bit mm-hmm. aside so that it's not that big of a deal. Maybe. It's I can't wait to do. read that book. I, I really don't. want to read the King's Cross part. I know. So I'm bad. so excited. Ugh! Yeah, I think she's, she's just important as, like, another kind of, like, part of, like, the larger wizarding world is the news. Yeah. And medium public opinion, which is ooh, huge in the next book, so...
0: Yeah, huge. It's, it's a so good... Tone.
1: It's a good... Yeah, because it, it... Yeah. The Daily Prophet plays a big part mm-hmm. in the next one, so... And, and also, maybe like, a little bit of comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Too. And some more mystery and intrigue as things continue to go with the Beatle Lady reveal yeah, that we get in the end. The mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. There's so many fun little side stories in this book. I
0: know, I love it.
1: It's so cool. And then uh, my other question is from Pottermore. Um, do you think... At this point, there's anything in Harry that is looking forward to or wants to compete.
0: Not at this point, no.
1: No, I think he's, like, actively dreading it. Yeah. At every turn. But do you think that changes by the time the first task is done?
0: I think the first task gives him more confidence. But I feel like even that, like, I get the sense of him more just being, like, relieved and he's like, oh, I can put this aside for a while. Yep. It, the first test changes things because he gets more support from people, but I still don't think he's very excited about the fact that he's, like, a part of the tournament. No,
1: he's just enduring it, and I think it gives him kind of the confidence of, like, I can get through it, I guess.
0: Yeah. He's not actively dreading it now, but he's still not happy about it.
1: I don't think it's, like, until the maze where he really thinks, oh, I could do this. This would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think everything up to that is just, like, dread.
0: Right. Yeah, because I think, I mean, this is getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but like with the Yule Ball stuff, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want any part of that. No. <laughs> Prepping for the, the second task gets really stressful for him. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. I, don't, I don't think he's really, he's not in it yet.
1: Yep. He's not in it to win it. He's then, in it to survive. <laughs> I would ask my final question for the section. I know. There's still a lot left, but nobody's got nothing for me.
0: Oh, no, I thought you said they all came at, like, the very end after the task.
1: Oh, no, no, I mean, all the questions I have are for the end of the book. Oh, (laughs) gotcha. Um, At this point in the story, whose side is Hermione on? As in, I mean, Harry's. I think she's on the side of reason. (laughs) Yeah. Which falls more to Harry's side, but not mm-hmm. that she's not sympathetic to Ron. Right. I think, too, like, different from the movie, we see that they, like, ha- like it's so awkward, but that they will talk to her like normal and be near each other, but they refuse to speak to each other. Yeah. So weird.
0: Well, I think it's, it's also maybe part of, like, she recognizes that, like, Ron has other people that, like, he can turn to in this time. People aren't, like, actively, like, isolating him right now. He has his brothers. We see him hanging out with Dean and Seamus. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not just that Ron is against Harry. It's, like, the entire school is against Harry. So she probably recognizes that she he needs her more right now than yes. Ron does.
1: Yes. Because he literally has, like, no one else mm-hmm. to turn to. But she does really validate Ron's feelings and stick up for him, which I think is good. She does.
0: Yeah, like, she's she's not taking sides. She just... And I think Ron, like, understands why Hermione is, like, with Harry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Let's keep All Alright. Next one
0: is the Hungarian Horntail. Bum, bum, bum. This chapter. So, um, Harry's really excited because he gets to see Sirius. But the article comes out. (laughs) Um... Oh, and it's like, this is one of those moments where, like, Harry and Ron get really close to talking again when they have their, their detention. But then the article comes out that same day, and then that kind of just, like, validates Ron's feelings in his head. Yep. And so then he, he shuts down again. So now everyone is, like, treating Harry really badly because the article said that, like, he cries himself to sleep every night. And... Ugh. Stuff like that. And Hermione kind of takes a blow, too. Yes. In this article. Colin
1: motherfucking Creepy.
0: Colin Creevy. <laughs> Stunningly pretty muggle-born girl.
1: Yeah, let's notice how this changes. She... <laughs> and that they say muggle-born.
0: Yeah. Yuck. Cool for Harry to be dating a minority. Woo. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Harry has at last found live at Hogwarts. I love how Mrs. Weasley gets so mad about
1: this. Oh my god. Crazy person.
0: Why does she care?
1: Doesn't she say bad things about Rita at the beginning of the book too? Yes. Oh my
0: god. When she's writing about, like, Arthur. I, Joanne hates women. I don't understand why Mrs. Weasley would get so pissed about Harry and Hermione being a thing. Because Joanne hates women. Hi, then. Is it because she knows how much Ginny likes him? Oh, God. So she's like, aw, that bitch taking Harry from my daughter.
1: (laughs) And maybe that Ron likes Hermione. That, too. No, honestly, I just just think it's just dumb bad. I just think it's it's dumb bad because Joanne wants there to be petty drama. And now an adult woman is in on it. I hate Bullying it. a child.
0: I hate it. So um, Hermione is like trying to get Harry and Ron to like talk to each other, and Harry's just downright like no, no, no. <laughs> but she makes a point to say that like he does really miss Ron. It's kind of sad though because she's dragging Hermione through the mud. Yeah, life is very boring when Hermione is your best friend no. instead of Ron. There's a lot less laughter.
1: Such a bummer, poor Hermione. I know. Um. So then they
0: go. They go to Hogsmeade and they run into Hagrid and he tells Harry to meet him at his hut that night. So he goes down and this is where he finds out about the, the dragons.
1: Can I point out that Mad Eye Moody's eye? Oh, yeah. Is stronger than death itself. <laughs> But it can see through this cloak. So are cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That I believe.
0: Mrs. Norris can see through invisibility cloaks and death cannot.
1: Cats are a powerful otherworldly entity that I don't quite understand. And I do believe are more powerful than death itself.
0: I'm a little bit spooked by cats sometimes.
1: Because <laughs> You know when you? they do
0: that like arched back thing and they wool. And they walk. Yeah.
1: you. I don't, I don't like it. I've seen like videos and stuff where they do that, but it lifts their front paws up and they just walk away on their back feet. <laughs> yes. And I, I that it. really skeeves me out in a way that I like can't put words to. Oh, it's, it's just so, so unnatural looking that it makes me physically ill. Yes. Oh, I get, I get anxious. I feel like, so, I feel like someone's in my house. When I think about that, that's I like know. the same level of dread that I get of thinking of cats arching their back so hard their front feet come off the ground and they walk away on two feet like a person. that <laughs> you, It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe it. Yeah, cats are powerful.
0: Cats are more powerful than death.
1: Yeah. I mean, they
0: have nine lives, so clearly they, they are. <laughs> clearly,
1: yeah. Yep, absolutely. No, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. But I just wanted to mention that. I'm like, oh, so Moody's, I can see through this, like, Invisible. deathly hallow. <laughs> This ultimate invisibility cloak. (laughs) Jeez. Doesn't he
0: take his cloak from him at some point in this book? I think he does. No, he takes the map from him. Or is it the cloak?
1: I I don't remember. Maybe both. We'll see. God, he's... I know the map for sure. The map for sure
0: he takes, yes. Um... And then they meet Hagrid. And Hagrid's, Hagrid's, like, trying to talk to Harry, but, like, totally looking in the wrong
1: direction. <laughs> and he's also getting ready for his hot date.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, then they go, go see the dragons. Mm-hmm. And we see Charlie again. Yes. Um, I like how, like, Hagrid is, like, looking so longingly at the eggs, and Charlie's like, we counted them. Yeah, I know. Don't any ideas. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yeah, then we find out Mrs. Weasley's just like in a fit over that article that came out. Yes. I'm out
1: he cries. Oh. oh, bless him. I never knew. He
0: still cries about his parents. Oh,
1: God. How is she falling for this? I don't understand. I don't know. See, it's just. I don't know. It's just bad. Joanne. I hate it so much. Joanne. Oh, God.
0: Mrs. Weasley isn't one of those like. Which weekly reading gossipy mothers? She's got better things to do with her time.
1: Lockhart was her one thing. Yeah, I don't think she needs to continue to fall for this stuff.
0: No, because even Lockhart's stuff wasn't just like gossip.
1: What was real deal business? It he was. Just stole it was like it.
0: actual books. It was mm-hmm. real stuff. But he was hot. still good advice. <laughs> just happened to be written by a hot man. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um. So Hager takes Madame Maxime to see the dragons too, so we know that Fleur is going to find out about them, and then when Harry's sneaking off Karkaroff, he runs into Karkaroff, and so the other champions are going to know about it, so, um, I mean, this is skipping ahead a little bit, but he decides to t- tell Cedric he about He decides to tell Cedric. T- <laughs> t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. He decides to tell Cedric about <laughs> the dragon.
1: Yes, because he's still And one Cedric's like, know. why
0: are you telling me this? And Harry, like, gets annoyed. <laughs> he's like, don't ask questions. <laughs> I'm giving you a hint. Why are you questioning it? Stop asking questions.
1: <laughs> Just accept
0: it and move on <laughs> with your
1: life. You're beautiful. I'm having a sexual awakening because of your face. <laughs> and I don't want you to get burned alive. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that Harry or Emily?
1: (laughs) Me and Harry. We're the same. It's, it's, I'm, I just, it's Bill Weasley, Cedric Diggory, and unfortunately a little bit Tom Riddle are like the Harry Potter bisexual awakening of like handsome boys that he just can't stop talking about. Yeah. Handsome Cedric, Bill so cool and handsome, Oh my god, that Tom Riddle. What a handsome young fella he used to be. What a charmer. Constant. mm, Just hotties all around. (laughs) Just hotties everywhere.
0: And Draco Malfoy.
1: Yeah, and that one. (laughs) And that one. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking...
0: Aw, he's got it for him. (laughs) Um, So then he goes back and he gets to talk to Sirius. Yes. In the fire.
1: He finally gets to, like, kind of pour everything out. So he's feeling a lot better.
0: Yeah, I like how he, like, tries to just be like, I'm fine, but he can't do it. And he just, like, Mm -hmm. vomits everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And Sirius is, like, actually, like, a good caretaker. Like, he's so worried about him in this part. What happens? And he just, like, lets Harry, like, talk. Yeah. Okay, Hermione like has her priorities right. Like when she's talking to Harry like after this whole conversation, she's like, Well, let's just get you through the task and then we can worry yes. about all this other stuff. Whereas Sirius is like, Well we can deal with dragons later, but first I need to tell you about these death eaters. Oh my god. Um but we find out that Karkaroff was a death eater. Yes. Which is big news. Um, and we find out that Moody was the one who caught him. That's why they hate each other so much. hmm Um, and he did a deal with the Ministry so that he could get out of Azkaban.
1: As of right now, we still don't know Snape is one. No, we do not. Okay.
0: I think we find that out in the...
1: Memories. The Pensieve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we do know that...
0: We know that Karkaroff was one. Yes. And he know that a lot of people are still really pissed at him because he screwed a lot of people over to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um... And so Harry is, he, I don't know, he's kind of confusing Harry because he's like, so what? Like, Karkaroff is the one who tried to put my name in? Because, like, he was really fucking pissed when he found out that I got chosen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then they start talking about Bertha Jorkins escaped. And Sirius is just like, there's a lot of fishy stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even know all of it. He doesn't know about Harry's dream. Yeah. And so then he's about to tell them how to defeat the dragons but then he gets interrupted by Ron. Yes. And Harry... Harry, I think, is just, like, mostly pissed because he was about to get his answer. Yes. (laughs) And then it gets taken away Mm -hmm. from him. Um, but yeah, then he throws that badge at Ron's head. (laughs) It just, like, bounces right off his forehead. I love how, like, Harry's just, like... I'm so mad about everything. Like, I hate that your pajama
1: bottoms are too short. I know. I know. I love it. It's like, he hates every bit of Ron right down to those couple inches of ankle that he can yeah. see. I'm like, oh, God. I love it. And I love to- Like, I've too- totally been there before where you're so mad as yes. someone. Yes. Like, I'm, oh, I'm so mad that, like, your eyebrows don't match, <laughs> just like fucking really dumb. Yes. Oh my god, I love it too because doesn't he? He chucks it and then he storms right up, and Ron just stands there.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't, doesn't let come it. up
1: for a while. It's yeah, like Harry falls asleep, and Ron still
0: hasn't come, <laughs> come, yes. What you doing, just sitting on the stairs,
1: just standing there. Like he really just he really just threw a badge right at my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he really just hit me in the face with a badge. <laughs> he tried to give me a scar. <laughs> <laughs> just feeling dumb. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, last chapter. Woo! The first task! How's this gonna start? Harry tells Hermione what he found out.
1: Yes, yeah, so they start trying to find out because Sirius says, like, you just need, like, one simple spell.
0: Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out what that one simple spell is. Yes. They can't find it anywhere, but they're back in the laundry.
1: <laughs> in the library. <laughs> <laughs> in the laundry room? They're looking up stuff about dragons oh in the laundry God. room. Yes. Um. We get a hint. Here's Victor Crumb hanging out in the library. Hanging out in the library, trying to
0: chat up a young woman. <laughs> there are a lot of girls following him around. Yes. One of I them love... has a Bulgaria scarf tied around her waist.
1: This is like peak, like '90s '2000s fashion to me. Is I can it picture is. it I perfectly. Know.
0: Oh, butterfly clips and scarf belts god i had one of those
1: man <laughs> i had all of those i had many butterfly clips and many scarf belts
0: i thought it was the coolest thing i would wear it with like a jean skirt and thought it was like oh
1: the, my god the most
0: hip thing i could ever be wearing gross
1: one time i wore a corduroy dress with flare jeans under it and i was like this is <laughs> the look isn't that disgusting oh no it was a lime green corduroy dress with little like puffed little like daffodil sleeves oh no! it went down to my knees and then i wore those nasty like bright blue flare jeans that's awful
0: it's a look It's a look for sure. Okay. I'll go get I'll go
1: get I'll find a corduroy dress. Do it and some flare jeans.
0: I wanna see you recreate this look so badly. Mm. (laughs) So ugly. Um Yeah. (laughs) Uh so then Harry um tells Cedric, we already talked about it. And then he runs into Moody, and Moody gives him the hint that he needs to figure out how to get past the dragon. Yes. Look for your strengths and use them. So he decides to learn a summoning charm.
1: I literally, him getting to the point of, like, understanding what he needs to do is, like, me at all times. Whenever the pressure is put on me by a teacher. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, the answer is so obvious, but I cannot get to it. I know, and I'm like, you can't ask me questions when you have a specific answer you want. Just tell me. I know. <laughs> I'm too dumb. I've never really, I've never related to Harry more. I and also just moment. relate
0: to him when Moody's like play to your strings, and Harry's like, I haven't got any. Like strengths. what? And I'm
1: like, same. Sleeping in Sleeping and not in and going to a whole do bunch this. Of food?
0: Okay, that'll help me defeat a dragon. I'll just sleep through the whole thing. <laughs> That honestly would be me. If someone's like, what are you good at? I'd be like, I don't know.
1: Gaining weight? (laughs) I played tennis in high school. Does that count? (laughs) I can farm real good in a video game. (laughs) I make some really pretty Sims. (laughs) I can put on fake $7 nails from Target real nice. I
0: can make my dog fall in love with me. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, so yeah, then they have to uh, practice the summoning charm, and they do that all night. And so then the next day, they get to the task. I'm just trying to go through this so fast. Oh my god. And I can, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes into the tent, and again, Bagman is like, trying to like, offer him advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. Advice air quotes <laughs> um so they all pull out like their their dragon out of the bag and Harry gets the most frightening one of course the horn tail it's
1: best for last mm-hmm. <laughs> um so Cedric goes first you don't really get it in the movie because i hate the first task in the movie
0: mm-hmm. um i hate all the tasks in the
1: movie. same uh but that um they're they're just moms I know. They're just moms. They're just protecting their children. I feel sad. And when we find out, yeah, so let's let's go over. So Cedric goes first. He tries to do some transfiguration. He
0: tries to turn a rock into a dog, right? He does
1: turn a rock into a dog, but then the dragon notices that he is going for the egg and he gets burned. But he's successful.
0: Yes. Takes him 15 minutes, I think.
1: How could you sacrifice a dog i know it wasn't like alive before and that it's just a rock that's pretending to be a dog but it's still a dog yeah cedric i could never sacrifice a dog for no anything. i'd have to turn it into something else i'd rather die
0: than sacrifice a dog i really would <laughs> I'll put you I'm to the that test. I'm the person who, like, when I watch movies, I'm like, you can kill as many people in these
1: movies as you want. Don't kill the dog. One dog
0: dies. Don't kill
1: the dog.
0: I'm that way about horses, too, for
1: some reason. Oh, like, someone's watch, a horse girl. I'm not a
0: horse girl. I've <laughs> never been, like, that into them ever. But, like, whenever I'm watching a war movie and there's, like, a battle, oh, no, I'm like, oh, like, not f- right. It's if when fucking the horse animals dies, can't
1: die. Animals can't
0: die. Never.
1: Because that's not fair. They didn't sign up for this.
0: No. (laughs) So I always get really mad and I had to watch like revolutionary war movies in like second grade. And the horses would get shot. And I'd be like, that's not fair. (laughs) Kill the dudes, not their horses. That's not fair.
1: (laughs) No, it's not.
0: I hate the sounds of animals in pain.
1: No, it's not good. Who likes it? It sucks. Tim, probably. The
0: only animal I would gladly watch someone execute in a movie is a crocodile. Oh, God. Sorry, Steve Irwin.
1: Crocodile hunter. Crocodiles. (laughs) Did you watch the See, I wish I could... No, I did not. (laughs) Hell nah, well, girl. Were on when we were a kid, so like I thought maybe before you had your like nightmare experience, maybe you caught the croc files on Animal Planet during maybe. the day.
0: I don't know. I probably thought they were cool at some point, but mm-hmm. now I just think they're scary nope, nope, AF. AF. Nope. I can't even look at pictures of them. Okay, don't ever tweet us pictures of crocodiles. I will delete our Twitter. <laughs> I hate them so much. Alligators, too, are also off-limits. <laughs> and Komodo dragons.
1: Don't think you found a loophole, because she just laid down the line. Alligators, also off-limits. <laughs> just no
0: reptiles, okay? Oh. Except for turtles. Turtles are fine. Turtles are But quick. not snapping turtles. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm scared of all animals. Scott, caught so many rules. If it's not a dog, I don't like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, so then what does Fleur do? She tries to put it into, like, a trance. She does some kind of charm. She made it fall asleep, but then it snored, and it caught her on fire. Or her clothes caught on fire, Mm. so that lost her points. Um, and then Crumb, you won't believe this, he didn't even think of flying! (laughs) He hit it with some sort of spell right in the eye. That's what Sirius is gonna tell Harry to do. Um, but then it broke half of its eggs
1: by, like, tramping around. Okay. That's the saddest shit to me. I know. (laughs) That broke my heart reading that. I did not care for that. I hope he got all the points off.
0: They took some points off,
1: yeah. crazy. That mother
0: just killed some of her babies. (sighs) Because he made her go blind for a second. How is that a simple spell if you have to aim at a giant thing's eyes? I know. What if you miss? I know. It's a small target. Yep. That would be hard.
1: Crocodile, huh? <laughs> crocodiles! that's me now. This is it. Um
0: This I always forget how like so undramatic Harry's like task is. Mm-hmm. In this, he literally just like keeps flying higher and higher until she has to chase him and then he
1: swoops down and grabs the egg and is done in like ten minutes. Yeah, he's the fastest one. Yeah. Huh. Also does it murder a dragon?
0: He doesn't even hurt her. She gets annoyed and that's it.
1: All he does is make the mom a little bit annoyed. Interesting liberties taken. Huh.
0: Harry has the best morals of all of them. Cedric tried to kill a dog. I mean, Fleur tried to make it take a nap, so that's not that bad, I
1: guess. Fleur's the winner. Yeah. No harm done.
0: No harm done at all. (laughs) And people hate her. So Harry gets really good scores from the judges, except, except for He gives him a four. Even Madame Maxime gives him an eight, though. Like, yes. she plays fair. Hell yeah. Karkaroff's a dick. And Karkaroff's a dick. Um. And he gets Ron back on his side. Yes. That's the most exciting part of this, is as soon as this task is over, Ron's like, Yeah, whoever put your name in is out to get you, aren't
1: they? Yeah, <laughs> God. And it's crazy. That's how stupid it is. Like that's all Harry needs. All of a sudden, I know. <laughs> Her, I I don't know where I my is right? You guys are so dumb. I. Know. That's how I feel. I know. Oh
0: Harry's like God. trying to be mean for like one second, like oh, it took you long enough. And then Ron's just like, I don't even know what to say. And Harry's like, just forget it. It's fine. Let's move on.
1: I hate that. That's how I am sometimes when I shouldn't be. I should hold a grudge a little longer. I know. Same. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. You treated me like shit. Let's just move on from it. We're just Hufflepuff people pleasers. God, I know. I hate it. <laughs> it's not good. It is my biggest flaw. And, and I truly, stand by that. It truly is truly my
0: biggest flaw being such a people pleaser. It's bad. Because it, like, it makes me real good for other people, but it makes my life suck for me. <laughs> You're a giver. Oh, God. I have a giver, but I can't take things from people ever.
1: <laughs> and you attract all the takers. Yep.
0: Everyone could use someone like us in their life, but yep. we don't have anyone like us in our lives mm. except each other. I know. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's basically it. They all walk away. Harry finds out that he's tied for first place right now, so... That gives him that boost of confidence that he needed and it makes everyone kinda of back off of him a little bit. Yes. Like the rest
1: of the school is like willing to support him along with mm-hmm. Cedric now too. Which is nice. hmm Um, and then they find out that the egg is a clue. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it till the night before the task. <laughs> No,
0: but they get a good long break. They do. This one took place in November, and the next one doesn't take place until the end of February. So they get like three months off before the next one. Such a
1: chilly dive. I know, Lord Almighty! All those kids are going to get
0: pneumonia. Oh my God! Um, And then Rita tries to get a quick interview with Harry, and he's like, "No, I don't want to." (laughs) And goodbye.
1: (laughs) And that's it. And that's it. Well, we're really getting things kicking and moving. Do we have the Yule Ball? Is that in our next? That's the next section, guys. I'm so drama. ready. So ready. I love it. I love it. So I'm ready much. for prom.
0: I get all the feels about like what my middle school dances were
1: like. It's, I had a, it's the same. thing. I had one middle school dance. Cause I went to an art school. So I had one middle school dance, and it was uh, for the 8th graders before graduation. Mm -hmm. We all dressed up and went into the gym. And then, um... And then everybody started crying. Why? Because they played forever young... (laughs) That's the song that I'm going to imagine playing as Ron and Hermione get in their big (laughs) life-ruining fight. Do the the dialogue for me real quick. Just, like, fake their fight for a second. Ready? How does it even start? I don't know. Just make it up. Who am I? Both of them. I'm going to do the background music.
0: (laughs) Can we do this next episode? No, do it
1: right now. Ready? This is how it's going to go. wanna be forever young oh my god I don't really wanna live forever you're not doing I don't, it I'm
0: trying to think of how it goes <coughs> I literally can't remember Ron's all like he's using you Ooh. and Hermione's all like oh my god Ooh. grow up the whole point of this oh, tournament God. was to make friends. Oh, Ron's like, oh yeah, he's got a bit more than friendship on his mind. Oh, Next time there's a oh, ball, pluck up the courage and ask oh, me before
1: somebody else does. Oh,
0: and not as a last resort. That's
1: what it's going to be. I want you all to picture that is exactly how it goes. I want
0: to
1: be. <laughs> there was... I don't know if it was in... I think it was in high school. Because, again, I went to a shitty art school, so everything was, like, a weird, dumb art project. And we had to... In one of my classes, we had to do, like, a little... We had to make, like, jingles uh, for, like, old-timey things. And so... When the one cent stamp became a thing that happened in America, we made a jingle for it and we did it to that. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't remember how the first part goes, but every time I hear the song Forever Young, I think of it as Forever Young, I wanna be a one cent stamp. (laughs) how that song goes to me now because that was part of the jingle but I don't remember oh no I don't remember the first one I just remember that I want to be a one cent stamp (laughs) we gotta call it quits Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyrtleBathPod or send us an email MyrtleBathPod at gmail.com. And also just rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Or wherever you listen. Or
0: wherever so we can feature you in upcoming podcasts. Reach out to us. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Tell your friends about us.
1: We love you. We want more of you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Forever young.